just want to thank everyone out there who's showed their support towards the podcast. It's been absolutely amazing. And if you've got any mates out there who've uh, got a few proper true yarns and uh, or someone who you know who's a mad dog who might want to come on and spin a few to us, uh, send it through. And uh, if you do one favour for me that would be absolutely incredible, click on the proper true yarn podcast, go to your settings of that and uh, hit auto download because we all know how uh, terrible the phone service in Australia is and I hate the old episode be cut short due to um, terrible phone service. So if you get that auto downloaded, um, we'll be all good to go and there'll be no interruptions. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Did that really fucking happen? This ripper bloke called Knuckles, some call him the big knuck, spinning stories tall and true that'll make you say, holy fuck, the cities to the outback on the highway or the farm, crack a cold one with Knuckles and tell us a proper true yarn. And uh, welcome back to the Proper True Yarn podcast here. We've uh, had a bit of a leak break and uh, we're retopping, so we'll just drop a bit of a, I like to call it truth serum. It uh, extracts the best yarns out of the best people, so we'll drop this, lads, and we'll... uh, he actually didn't tell me what we meant to do in front of the camera, so I've just doubled up. Fuck. <laughs> you carrying me out of here, mate. I'm not going to end up glassing me again. <laughs> you get the old plastic glass on the leave out, bruss. <laughs> you, you got the memo. You know, you know my record in this room. I won one. I've already told him to take the TV off the wall because I didn't want to focus. Fuck, sky what is the size of this thing? Man, fucking unreal, eh? And that's wow. the little one. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, probably, yeah, unbelievable. But <clears throat> I was just saying to you, you're talking about Wayne Bennett sprays and things. I'm about to drop an exclusive yarn that, as I said, TJ doesn't want me to tell, but, um, yeah, uh, yeah, fuck it. So um, <laughs> this is Wayne Bennett. When my <laughs> old man went through the police academy, he um, he'd strayed out of the territory, fucking fit, lean, fucking ride any horse, fucking do anything, like could not kill him. Like they would run from fucking post to post to post, like just fucking hard. Anyway, Wayne Bennett was their coach, uh, was their trainer at, at the police academy. Mate, anyway, so dad said like he would just try to kill him, like just would fucking try and try and he could never ever, never ever could, could get the old boy. Anyway, and he was renowned for just like just trying to like – I probably guess he was just trying to get the boys to be the fittest they could be so when they're fucking chasing a criminal, they can, you know, they can run them down. Anyway, Dad said when Wayne wasn't, like, doing anything with the boys, um, he was just running. He would just fucking run around that oval, just not stop. He'd just, he'd just like, just jog, just jog, just jog. Anyway, in the middle of the oval, there's, um, they're training the, um, the police dogs. Anyway, so they've got the big old German shepherds running and they're taking the big glove. Anyway, the old poor first day trainee German Shepherd didn't get the memo to jump at fucking this fucking glove and he's locked on to fucking Wayne. <laughs> and fuck. So this fucking Shepherd. Because he was running. Because he was running. So this German Shepherd's up and fucking bus got a hold of Wayne on the ass and fucking buckled, <laughs> buckle Wayne. And so then all the cadets, they've just let out this big, <laughs> fucking roar. Dad said, fuck me, Dad. He said he fucking broke us. He said he couldn't, did, he didn't think he could break us, but he fucking, he said, mate, we 
ran and ran and fucking ran, man. He said, but yeah, that little poor, poor old apprentice uh, German shepherd fucking uh, didn't get the memo. Didn't get, didn't get the memo to grab the dummy and to grab Wayne straight, straight in the ground after that. <laughs> Fuck knows what would happen to it, but yeah, that's that, that's the exclusive Wayne Bennett yarn because I guarantee you, not too many people who weren't there on the day yeah, would have seen it, and that's well and truly pre NRL, yeah, know, like fucking. He even yeah. still looks in good nick now. Like he, he like he's so lean. Like he, he must still be getting after it. Have to still be fit. Like, yeah, definitely. I, and the way Dad described Wayne was he he literally he was just a fitness junkie. Like he just he just loved to be fit. And it wasn't um and I think the same as uh, he had that mentality back then. If um especially training young blokes coming through that like everything that he was putting them through, he would Damn. have yeah he'd have to do it or or be yep. better. Then the, the yeah, then the boys going through. But yeah, um, no, fuck, I laughed and yeah, I tried to get my old man to tell it the other day, and he wouldn't tell it. So uh, I thought I'll uh, I'll, pro- I'll proxy it in for him. But yeah, there wasn't <laughs> even a cue for a Wayne Bennett story. Oh, J- Jimmy Graham, when he's the English coach, like they, you do again back to video, but they reckon he always go on the nod. So yeah. they'd be doing video, and um, this is to go Wayne Wayne is. Fucking, what's going on here? Like, you always just not off when they're doing video. Yeah, You're yeah. getting a bit older now, the old fella. <laughs> Mind you, my old man's similar age. You fucking getting 18 hours of sleep a day, the old boy. Oh, so. probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah TJ's Get, the same age. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, fucking uh, Jimmy Graham. we got a few Jimmy Graham stories that um, he wouldn't let you drop that we'll, uh, we'll exclusively fucking drop them here. Mate, so... <clears throat> The, there's a, there's a, a story when I was at the uh, the Warriors at uh, the at the fuck I'm at that many clubs I can't even tell where I'm telling the stories from. Um, when I was at the Dragons, right, and I know the, this won't be out before the weekend, so I can say Cam McGuinness is on the potty this week. Yeah, and um, I think they went after me a bit with like a couple of the the stories because I, I I brought something up with Macca. But what happened was. Um, the Dragons in 2018, man, we started the year mad. Was we're, we're, fuck, I think we won eight of the first nine and um, we, we were going mad and then we hit a bit of a lull and started losing a few games. And, mate, North Queensland in winter is phenomenal. And, uh, mate, we've gone up there, scrapped out a win. I, I think I contributed a solid 15, 20 off the bench and so I'm fresh as a daisy. I'm ready to lead the charger, like, after the game. <laughs> and I remember walking off and I said to Kim McGuinness, I go, brah, I'm going to have to you have to keep your eye on me tonight. I got the feeling, and I go, I don't often get this, and I go, I'm a bit nervous. Anyway, go out in Townsville. We turn it on, like, a, and it's a great place to play an away game. Um, they all love footy up there, and um, mad, get, mad cow, yeah, mate, mad cow. We're at mad cow. <laughs> get, get around the locals. Uh, anyway, we didn't have, we didn't have to fly to like get, leave the hotel to 11:30 the next day, which is late for an away trip. So I'm like mad. No matter how hard I go, I can get a couple of hours sleep and then get to the airport. Well, fuck, me and UEA can have locked in. We uh, we didn't put the cucumbers on. Oh. But anyway, so we've gone back to the room. Me, him, I think Jimmy Graham and, and Gareth Whitter. And uh, Gaz and Jammer ended up leaving. Um, I don't know what time they left, maybe 6, 7 o'clock and... Fuck, I've got, still got videos on my phone, me and Yui fully nude, like singing Shania Twain, <laughs> dancing, <laughs> carrying on. And um, I remember about 10 o'clock, Macca walked past Cam McGuinness and he pushed the door open and he like looks at me and I'm like, oh, fucking sorry for living, Macca. <laughs> and he just like shuts the door and walks off. And I, like I can, to be honest, I completely forgot about it. We tucked into this wine and um, anyway, I didn't go to sleep. Just... Just, just kept kept going, bro. Jai Field comes and grabs me about eleven twenty five. He goes, "We got to go." I go, "Where are we going?" I'm still fully nude. <laughs> Yui's fully nude. 
not in my room. I can't find my phone, wallet, nothing. <laughs> Me and you have just really lit it up. And um, anyway, get on the bus. I got a photo. I'll show you the after. Yeah. Fuck all time. <laughs> Me and you in a DM at the back of the bus, like one of the boys put in the WhatsApp. <laughs> and uh, anyway, a few things went down in that room, and there was a bit of wine and a few other things everywhere. And um, obviously, I, I've fucking I can't handle me drink at the best times. And go to the airport, and um, I remember there was the referees were there, and I, 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 this is one of the things I remember. And they, were, they go, "Hey, you're, uh, well done. I'm blowing the pee out of it last night. Like whatever. I'm like having a joke <laughs> with them. Whatever. I go up, get on the plane, and I haven't had a wink. Lisa Namia, who doesn't drink proper, like. Best bloke in the world, but he's like our security guard. And for some reason, I decide to hang around Leeson and follow Leeson and annoy Leeson. And I've taken his Maltesers, and um, which I had again. I, I, I lost my memory about doing this until someone reminded me the next day. Well, I remember because I, I fell asleep on the um, plane. I've woke up in Sydney and fucking chocolate was all <laughs> over me. So I fell asleep and dribbled on myself for four hours from Townsville. <laughs> so I finally got me sleep, but I've got on the plane. Jimmy Graham had to drive me home. He goes, you can't drive a car, which is fair enough. I'd had a few drinks. And, um, you know, when you wake up the next day and you're just full of regret and you're like, fuck, I might be in trouble here. I'm like, I'm going over what happened in the room. I'm like, nah, not much happened, but there's a couple of things happened. And anyway, I ended up taking the bullet for a few people in the room that night um, because there was a bit of wine and a few things spilt. And Jimmy Graham was the culprit in that. But I'm like, Jimmy will go into the the team meeting and not let me take the bullet. And uh, the boys have come out. I've, I've got tail between my legs. And Mary McGregor's coach and fuck, I love Mary, man. He's a, he's a straight up, like, he's one of them straight up coaches. Latsy, fuck, you went good on the weekend. Bro, you sucked. You should be back in Reggie's. Like, he'd tell me that. He actually went to drop me one week and I talked to him out of dropping me and <laughs> bringing me on before halftime. I go, bro, I'm slow. I've got to bring no impact in the second half. I go, I reckon you'll put me in the fir- on in the first half or don't play me at all. And that put me back on the first half and I held my spot for the rest of the year. But anyway, <laughs> the point of this story is, sorry, and I got called into the his office and he goes, mate, like, you got you boys have got to pay for, the, like, there's a bit of damage to the room from the red wine or whatever. Um, and I'm like, oh, yeah, sweet. Like, I'm happy to cop that. But um, is it just... Like, am I the main one in trouble? He goes, yeah, yeah, you, you, like, from what I've heard, you've done everything. And I'm just like, okay. So I've just copped on you. Because I was the most pissed at the airport. Everyone's just let me take the bullet. <laughs> Not Yui. I blame Gemma. He, so he just threw me under the bus. And I brought this up with him two days ago because we ran into Mary. And Mary's just laughing because he's like, yeah, I didn't think it was just you, but I had a feeling it just wasn't you, but I was like, I'm not saying a word. I just copped it on the chin. It's a fucking crime scene. It can't just be you. It was a crime scene, bro. I'm telling you. There was shit everywhere. It was horrific, man. I didn't even, mate, when Fieldy's come to 11.25, I'm like, where are we going? I'm not leaving this room. I'm locked in. So Townsville got the better of me there. And another Jimmy Graham story. So obviously he's one of my really, really good mates and he's a fucking good man. Um, but he's, he's got a few different personas and uh, people who know him personally know this, but um, he's a bit of a hothead, as everyone who watches uh, the NRL does know. Um, and he used to have this fight. You know when boxers are boxing and the doctors have them smelling salts? Yeah. So he had this fight, this shit, bro. It's unbelievable. Like you smell it before the game, you're like, you're ready to go. Yeah, and, sure. um I'll, I'll, like, so we used to have a, a Dragons bus back in 2018 and we'd all get on the bus because about 12 boys from Sydney and go down to Wollongong. It was fucking the most fun. Like we, we, we had, we had, I think we had an Instagram page. We had an Instagram page at one, ta- one stage. Had more followers than me. That's how popular it was, <laughs> 3,000. Um, <laughs> but um, anyway, uh, it was the day before we were playing Manly on a Saturday night at um, 
down the gong. And anyway, I'm at the back fucking board. Like I'm a bit – well, I've actually only just been diagnosed ADHD in the last month. Surprise, surprise. I knew I had it. But um, I was fucking getting bored and looking to annoy someone. I start going through the boys' bags and I find Jim is – you take a toiletries bag to train it. Um, I don't know what the fu- – like I didn't care what I found because I found the smelling salts. And I've opened the smelling salts <laughs> – Mate, he's just like a dog fucking sniffing out fucking drugs at the airport. He just turned around, goes, what the fuck? And I'm like smiling like a Cheshire cat at the back. He goes, you're a fucking dumb fuck. More explicit than that, but I know this is going out and I'm fucking laughing. The boys are cracking up because me and Tyson Brazil used to fucking love rolling him up. And one of the boys used to, um, because he he loves his hair. Oh, Oh, true. Yeah, horrible hair, but... um, (laughs) There's like an app where you can pretend you sh- uh, it sounds like a shaver. And I remember one of the boys went up behind him and pretended to shave his hair and he like went to fucking punch him in the face. Like, So he's he's a hothead, but like yeah. love him. Love him, yeah. love him to death, but M-A-D. M-A-D. So did, did not talk to me for the rest of the car trip, got out and I'm trying to laugh and joke with him. He's, you fucking won't be getting this before the fucking game tomorrow. I don't give a fuck, lads. He goes, fuck you. He goes, you think it's fucking funny? He goes, you can't fucking replace. And I'm like, what, you can't just fucking put more liquid in and replace? He goes, it's fucking hard to get. I got it sent over from England. <laughs> and I'm just going, all right, mate, sweet, fucking carry on. Second hand whippersnipper, beauty. <laughs> so game day, I'm a bit more serious game day and uh, my normal procedure was, you know, go. me and Jam will use the first place there, massage, whatever, and go get, I guess, smelly smelling salts before the game. And I went to grab it. He goes, don't fucking touch my smelling salts. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? I go, it's game day, brother. I go, you can't, like, deny me that. Yeah. And, and I go, you fucking, he goes, don't fucking touch it. He goes, I'll fucking flog you. And anyway, <laughs> I'm fucking rattled before the game here. I'm like, bro, this is part of my routine. Anyway, he didn't let me have it. We ended up winning and whatever, and he's all smiling and cheering after it. And trying to, I go, bro, I'll, 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 flip, I'll flip the script. I'm off him now because he wouldn't let me do my normal routine before the game. And uh, he tried to act like he was sweet and it was a big joke. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, he obviously loves to throw things on me. But he, uh, I got plenty more, but some probably aren't for public ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe later over a few schooners. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully the camera doesn't follow us around. <laughs> yeah, she'd be all good. So <clears throat> you said about Frizzell, like good bloke, Tice. Brother. He, he seemed, oh, I don't know him, but he just seems like that sort of fella that's a fucking, yeah, massive man. I would hate for him to punch me in the fucking head. Mate, he's actually the nicest guy in the world. Be- yeah. Best bloke too. Like he, he, he would give you the shirt off his back like and – I would yeah. not like to give him fucking them smelling salts, man. He would fucking, <laughs> he'd tear your fucking head off. Man, before I knew him, like I remember playing him at Cronulla in 2017 and I tried to tackle him again, skinny white guy. He's big, strong, like Tongan um, boy and far out, bro. He just made a granite. He trained so hard. Yeah. Um, actually, we were at training one day and because um, I always used to like kick the boys' legs or whatever when they're walking, like immature. And um, he went to run when we were doing speed and he went to take off and he fucking, he got shot. And I'm behind him. He goes, let's see you fucking dickhead. He goes, what are you doing? But he actually tore his calf. And he thought I'd like kick his leg <laughs> if he went to run. I go, bro, I'm not fucking playing with an athlete like that. But he actually like tore his calf. He ended up missing like a month or something. Yeah, right. Yeah, but um, otherwise, fuck, I was, run- I was running. Oh, I was running to the change room. Fuck that. Yeah, nah, but he's a good man. Actually, yeah. one of the best. Out of all the boys that you've ever played with, who would you not want to fight? Not want to fight. As in like. Russell Packer. Yeah. Bro, he's got hands on him like sledgehammers. And jail time. Yeah, he did jail, bro. And yeah. like awesome man now, like he, he fully turned his life around because he, he grew up in the country town in New Zealand, which was it was just fucking hard, man. Yeah. And he, I mean, <laughs> I don't know how true this is, 
But I heard he got signed at a pub when he was like 15 and he was, you know, like once we're worried, sitting around the table yeah. drinking like the fuck, big tallies, fuck a ton, smoking eh? gasters. <laughs> That's so I don't know how true <laughs> that is, bro. But he, he was, it was a, and he's from a country town over there called Foxen. But he's actually like a duck. Like he's smart as fuck. Really? Bro, so smart. Like he's <laughs> killing it back over there after footy. Um, but, yeah, he, he, he you would not want to knuckle him. Yeah. He'd knock him the next week. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Because that's all, always one. Like you would have played with a lot of fucking psychopaths. I always thought, fuck, alas. That's what, you know, the the... the, the who he would not want to go fucking toe to toe with? You yeah, know, like. I'd say Russ. I don't. I don't think you could hurt him. You could hit him with a, a garbage bin, and it wouldn't move him. And um, he just had fists bigger than fucking them yeah. two put together. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah, you get any dust ups on the field? Nah, not really. Couple of push and shoves, and that's. I wasn't really renowned for my aggression. Like, yeah, and because. The game changed to you get 10 minutes in the bin, but, again, I wasn't looking for that sort of stuff. I was just doing my best to be out there. So <laughs> I couldn't sacrifice 10 in the bin and lose my spot. <laughs> just needed the Guernsey, didn't but I? I just needed the Guernsey, bro. <laughs> 160, on, 160 off the bench, mate. I, I was, uh, look, mate, grateful to play 180, 180-hour games, but, um, you know, I, I know I was a fringe slash. I, 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 I cemented my position there for five or six years, but I know where I stood on the rugby league food chain. I'm yeah. not in uh, any doubt of that and uh, I don't pretend to be a superstar. I was probably more renowned for my personality off the field than anything I did on it. And usually a lot of time, mate, that, that off-field lifting persona, the, that, that probably kept you in longer, mate, realistically. Mate, 100%, <clears> mate. Mary McGregor used to say it, like, and um, even Jammer, like, he, he, like, I'd always try and bring energy, you know, because, fuck, rugby league is a long season, especially if you're losing games and obviously, you know, there can be a perception, you know, when fans see people shaking hands after games and say, you've beat me by 40 nil, and I'm like, fuck, knuckles, bro, good to see ya. Yeah. And, and Fox zeroes in on that and they're like, oh, Lattimore doesn't give a fuck. But yeah. the reality is, like... I'm happy to see my mate, but I'm fucking still burning inside. Actually, yeah. Jimmy Graham, back to him. There was a game. <laughs> but 2018 again, we um we fucking got smoked by – oh, actually, two – oh, no, a quick Matt Dufty story after that. But um, Jimmy Graham, um, we lost to the Bulldogs. We got smoked 30-0. And Duff was a young bloke then and he um he was just having a laugh in the sheds after after the game. Like, you fuck, no malice, whatever, but – Jimmy's like, you fucking think this is fucking funny, like, and just started tearing into him. And I'm, like, sitting there with the popcorn going, fuck. <laughs> but, like, poor old Duffo, he's just having a giggle or whatever, like, after the game. Because, yeah, some, some, and, and everyone can see the way Jimmy Graham, he just played, he was all heart and he gave a fuck about everything. And everything on the field. Oh, on the field and, um, you know, he'd carry that loss with him for fucking 24, 48 hours and then, boom, on to the next one. With Duffo, we were playing against Melbourne Storm in 2018 and... Um, Will Chambers, fucking one, the best chat out of anyone I've ever played against. And he was They're fucking right. ripping into everyone. And I remember he ripped into Duff and he goes, hey, Duff, Frizz told me you're a fucking wanker and none of the boys like you on the field. And anyway, in the second half, Duffo's ran over to Frizz at a, uh, at a dropout and goes, why'd you tell Will that none of the boys like me? <laughs> Talk about being in the moment. <laughs> fucking And bro, I remember after the game, the boys are just fucking pissed. We end up beating Melbourne that, that, that game, but like I'm like, fuck. Okay. Bro, talk to him after the game about it. Just let it go, bro. But that's just like Chambers chat. Like he apparently he's like one of the best. Yeah, I didn't bro, have to man. face him. So he, unless he ran at me, you know, if he said anything, I was probably too tired to hear it. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Just remember, guys, call out. It's my shout. And keep left unless fucking overtaken. Oh, yeah.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.